Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast, The Red Circle. My name is Vanessa. This is Ed. Ed. Ed Delabec. Ed Delabec. De la O. Yep. And today we are going to be talking about just some public, uh, not, not, not like some current events. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot going on right now. It's almost like overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. Um, so many people don't want to keep up with things. Yes, and it's hard. You know what I it mean? Is, it's, it it's, is. It is. It wears me out mm -hmm. uh, emotionally. You know, there's like a, a part of it where it's like, uh, I don't want to go down the road into the, the belly of the beast. Yeah. But uh, somebody's got to do it for you guys. Yeah, and that's going to be us. Somebody has to eat crap for you. <laughs> And it's fun, though, because I like keeping up with all this stuff, mm -hmm. and I have nobody to send it to because everyone's over it now. <laughs> so mm -hmm. we're going to yeah. send it to you guys. Yeah, we're gonna we're just going to pour our crap on you. On you. Yeah, so You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> Thank us later. <laughs> all right. So uh, one of the big things that I was excited about, mm -hmm. good news, mm -hmm. is the Dutch farmers, uh, they, they scored a massive victory. They overwhelmingly, if that's a word, um, won the 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 last election in the last couple of days. Oh, good! And they created another populist party. Literally, they created a populist party. Oh wow! So what was happening? So um, they were making it impossible for a local Dutch farmer. Like, if you think about Dutch, they're like dairy, mm -hmm. right? You think about Dutch, you think dairy. I do, yeah. Right? You think of butter, you think like, you know, like uh, cottage cheese, and like some <laughs> fancy cheeses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. milk. You mm -hmm. think of like a guy in a hill with a goat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, honestly, that's how a lot of the, the, like the Dutch people are. Mm -hmm. They're like little, small, uh, like, 10 generations in farmer people mm -hmm. that work the land they have their nice little cute little house mm -hmm. you know and they're just like some old guy walking around with like 10 goats yeah. you know and they cracked down hard and it was all from this Charles, you know the charles swab you know, what's that guy's name from the world economic forum oh I see him in my head. I forget yeah, his name. He looks like a James Bond villain. Yeah, literally. And uh, I think it's Schwab. I think it's his name. And he even has like the Austrian accent. Yeah. She's got, you will eat <laughs> bugs and be happy and, and be happy. own nothing. And he just needs like a hairless cat. Yeah. He looks like know? a, what is like that Dr. movie? Like Dr. No. It's 007. It's oh like, my gosh. Like, and, and, and then Austin Powers. Austin what Powers. That's of. what I'm thinking of. They did a spoof of, of the James Bond it. movie. Yeah. I didn't know. Like Austin Powers <laughs> is a spoof of James Bond. <laughs> Like, the whole thing is James Bond. All right. The spy who shagged me. <laughs> he's the spy that he shags everybody. Like, come on. Like, he's That's awesome. so he's true. 007. Yeah, it's 007. <gasps> you didn't know that? No. That's I never funny. watched, like, I didn't ever watch the 007s. Like, oh. I did with Daniel Craig. Okay, the new ones. Yeah, those are the only ones I've, I'm sure I've watched them when I was a kid. My dad loved watching movies, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, so James, <laughs> yeah, so that's what it is. But okay. in one of the James Bond movies, there's a character, and he's Dr. No, and he's, like, literally petting the cat. And oh that's who gosh. 
um, Dr. Evil is. Dr. Evil. Is a doctor. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Steven says, Doctor. I get it now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, he, and he dressed like in these big onesies. Almost remember when Hillary used to do that? Yes. She had like these evil. She did. They have the same like tailor, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> People were like, she has a pantsuit on, power pantsuit. We yeah. love her pantsuit. No, we don't. And it was They're all disgusting. gray. That one that was all gray. Yeah. I, I see it in my head. My yeah, head. me too. Yeah. It's like, you look like Dr. Evil. She does. And that's where they get it from. So, oh my gosh. Okay. But this guy, Charles Schwab or whatever, the, the leader of the World Economic Forum. He looks like a Bond villain. He literally looks like, and he talks like a Bond villain. Yeah, his clothes are weird. And then he says things like a Bond villain. Yeah. Like, you will own nothing and you will be happy, <laughs> you know, and I have a horrible Austrian accent, but. You kind of sound Indian a little. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that one. Uh, okay, so the idea there is that uh, they were sending these regulations, mm-hmm. and regulations always hurts the small person. Yeah. People don't understand that. Yes. Regulations, it's like uh, the path to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. And the good intention is to prevent people from hurting other people or whatever. But when has the last time, like, the coronavirus came out of the Dutch farmers? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, no, they're not eating bats. Yeah. Right? Or leaking from labs. Labs. Right, that's not what's happening. There's not like a wet market mm-hmm. in the Dutch farming communities mm-hmm. that's like infecting the world. Mm-hmm. Leave the Dutch people alone. So the Dutch people had this huge, um, I guess, protesting and and like marching down the streets. It was very similar to the Canadians, mm-hmm. and it was happening around the same time. Mm-hmm. But they haven't stopped. Mm-hmm. And then what they would do is they would get their farm equipment and block freeways and block streets like with big tractor trailers. You know what I mean? You go get your little police car. You ain't going to stop the tractor trailer. Absolutely not. You know what I mean? No. And, um, you know, farmers are just a different type of people. Yeah. You know, and in the best way, in the best (laughs) way. Like that's what we we need. We need more of this rugged um type i'm not gonna take your crap from the government people yes right so those people fought and fought and then they built a whole political party and they won in a majority they they have a bigger majority in their house of commerce i think is what they call it Mm -hmm. than even the person that was elected as prime minister so the prime minister has a party yeah. And that party now has a smaller representation in their House of Commons than they do now. And awesome. it's like a Trump-style movement. Mm-hmm. So the government is definitely, you know, being taken over. And it's it's a huge win for, 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 for freedom and yeah. for... So was it um, like carbon emissions type of... Like it lockdowns. wasn't so much with carbon emissions. It was more just literally like you need to have this type of sanitation area and these type of things. Think of it like you opened a restaurant. Yes. All those little stupid things. Oh, yeah. It was impossible. Yeah. Like things. you have to have, you know, like a wash your hands in this place and you have to have sanitizer within this amount of place and, you know, paper towels within the, you know, and yeah. like. 
And like the idea, like a lot of them made total sense. Mm-hmm. And then, but half of them were garbage. Were garbage. And even like, like the build out, you'd have to have people come in and inspect. And every inspector had their own thing. Mm-hmm. So you would just pray and call and hope that the same inspector would come. Because if it was a different inspector, he'd be like, oh, well, I don't care about any of that. You need to do this and this and this and this. And it's like, mm-hmm. I did it exactly the way the first inspector told me. And now, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big scam. It's like a, what do they call it? A, um, It's like the mafia guys that are coming to get their quota. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that's the, the rub with all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um... That's what I would recommend. That that's what not what I would recommend, but that's what I've seen, and that's the cool part of what's happening is that the one side is actually rising up, mm-hmm. you know, and then you have the other side that's like that's been risen up, and they're like, you know, and yeah. and and so you're seeing like the lines being drawn and sides being taken, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I always just to make it simple. I always will back people individually more than I'll back government. Yes, 100%. You know, because I don't trust the government, you know, to do what's in the best interest of people. Yeah, no. That's why I think, like, like in America, like, I'm more for the, the, the localized power than I am for the bigger nationalized power like the executive branch in america was never supposed to be that powerful yeah you know and and even on top of that you think of congress so congress when it was originally set up was supposed to have a certain amount of congressmen per person Mm. okay so population based population based it was always supposed to be population based but we haven't added more Congress people for years, like a hundred plus years. Yeah. And that's, I think, why we have very limited influence on our congressmen. Mm-hmm. So, like, think of El Paso. We have technically two, mm-hmm. but one of them is, like, like the end of the east of El Paso, or like, all the way to, like, Amarillo or mm-hmm. something. Texas is so huge. Yeah, Texas is so yeah, huge. Yeah. But if if the number, I think I did it one time. If the number was still what they originally had said mm-hmm. per capita, we would have like five congressmen mm-hmm. in El Paso. Just here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then those congressmen because if you think about it also, when they originally set up the the government, those congressmen would ne- rarely ever go to Washington. Because he had to get on a horse mm-hmm. and buggy. Yeah. And, like, imagine you lived in, like, no. Texas. Yeah, that would be crazy. How, you, how are you going to get to them, Washington, yeah. D.C.? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they would only do it, like, once or twice a year to even meet, mm-hmm. right? So all the power was within the state. Yeah. And that mainly changed after the Civil War and then after they killed... Because what what was going to happen is they were going the that Abraham Lincoln was going to bring back the Congress to reconvene, mm-hmm. and they killed him before he could do that. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm not going to go into all, into that. all that. But that's a whole other conspiracy. I think the main thing that's important is personal liberties. Personal mm-hmm. freedom, personal being able to do your thing without mm-hmm. the government intervening too much. Because once they intervene too much, they just take over. And then you don't have freedom anymore. Yeah, and I think that's the goal of what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Is the the world system is is like we have to do it now yeah because the people are waking up yeah you know and so they're in a rush a mad rush to implement every little thing now Mm -hmm. where before they've always been very patient Mm -hmm. so slowly taking things yeah so if you think back to one of the major um conspiracies that i I haven't talked about it on this pod yet, but that um, I talked about, in, I, I gave even a speech about it in 2009. Oh, wow. Okay. And it was about a, Agenda 21. Mm-hmm. I think it was in 2009. It may not be. I know it was at a Ron Paul event, mm-hmm. but it may have been his first or his second term. So it had just came out. Maybe it was his second term. And, uh, well, he, he didn't, he didn't win, but he, his second time running. Mm, okay. So it was during the, the race. We, we met at a coffee shop and I spoke about a couple things, a couple different times. And agenda 21 is this agenda to destroy rule, um, um, living. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Literally to, to destroy the roads. Yeah to not fix those roads mm-hmm. that leads to rural areas. Mm-hmm. Like think of Route 66. Yeah. Okay. And to um, migrate all of those people into urban cities mm-hmm. and to charge them um, to, to live into smaller quarters with smaller land mm-hmm. and... Um, the, the, the whole, uh, the smart, smart cities. Yes, all the smart cities that are, the Fif- designs that are starting to pop up. 15 minute cities. This is all way back then. Oh, wow. So it started way back then. Yeah, and, it's happening now. Yeah, yeah. And they, they've been even implementing smart cities, smart growth for years. Yeah. Even here in El Paso. Yeah. Like I've been at the meetings and I'm like, and I'll tell them about Agenda 21, but it's so subtle Mm -hmm. and it's like uh it's it's underneath a lot of little things that come out of the big um legislation that you'll see but it's all interlined together with this agenda 21 Mm -hmm. well and then you slowly plant the seeds you show things on tv you make people excited about things you give a lot of benefits and like you know the idea of a 15-minute city sounds great. Like, you can walk places, you can do things, it's easier. Mm-hmm. No drive through No drive Yeah, like that, yeah. But when you're giving away your ability to do, like, our our land, we, we're going to have a huge garden. We're going to eventually have a little orchard in the back. Like, mm-hmm. we have plans for self-sufficiency. Mm-hmm. And I will never give that up, but that's something that's really important to me and like top of mind. And you're very strange. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I'm just no, like, like, let's be honest. No, like, you, you're not the normal person. No. And when I talk to people about, yeah, we're learning how to butcher chickens. Yeah. They think we're crazy. 
And my friend, one of my, Aaron, one of my friends was like, that's so weird. You're never going to need that. And I was like, you're, you're not, you're missing the point. I need it now. The point is I don't want to buy my chicken at the mm-hmm. store. I don't want my food to be full of chemicals and hormones. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start using it now. Mm-hmm. Like this is now stuff. This isn't for when the zombie apocalypse happens. I want to remove ourselves from that system as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at me like, but why? Mm-hmm. You don't get it. Yeah. No, no. And most people are asleep. Mm-hmm. Most people and it's, are asleep. it's the convenience. The convenience. Mm-hmm. It's easier. And you don't really even see the need to have those skills, see the need to have your own chickens. You know, why? I could just go to the store. Mm-hmm. But what if one day you can't? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what if Walmart stops shipping? Yeah. Just Walmart. Yeah. We're all dead. Literally. Literally. Yeah, we're all dead. Our food chain, our supply chain, everything is so weak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One one thing that goes wrong. Just the trucks stop moving. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. The agenda 21. Mm-hmm. Agenda 21 is the underbelly. I see it. Of this agenda, too. And then it also has carbon credits. Yeah. There's even restaurants now that have your carbon credit score oh and how many carbon credits it costs you. So the idea is that, <laughs> no, it's literally, you're going, <sighs> so in, in I, f- I forget the number, but it's something like in America, we use on average 13 tons of carbon. Mm-hmm. However, they come up with this number. Yeah. But the agenda would be to bring us back to two tons of carbon Carbon. okay so literally (laughs) the most expensive thing in carbon and you're gonna eat is what meat protein yeah protein produces the most right if you get a leather jacket think about how much leather that carbon credit is going to cost you say you have a big old truck Mm-hmm. Right. So you have a tractor mm-hmm. like you're a Dutch farmer. Yeah. Yeah. You know how much carbon like these are the most natural people that are in the world. You know, like if you go there, it's it looks like they're hobbits. <laughs> like they yeah, just, they're, in the just best way. they're just tall hobbits. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like whoever thought that Frodo Baggins was like the evil yeah. lord. But that's what they're acting like is these people in Dutch farming are like the evil lord. Like. It's a farce. It's fake. It's not mm-hmm. real. But they like, say it enough and people are like, yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, we yeah. got to get rid of those farmers that yeah. have cows and walking and grazing naturally. Yeah. And you talk to people that, you know, if you ask somebody, what is the number one carbon emitting thing? Mm-hmm. People always say cows. Yeah. It's not corn. Yeah. It's right. Corn. Oh, man. Not fructose corn syrup. Can't do anything that. Or, you know, the the big two things is it's corn and it's um, oil. Mm-hmm. Those two things. Now, I don't... Honestly, I don't give a crap about stupid carbon credits. Like, everything no, it's is made up. Everything it's, is it's BS. But it's literally the way that they're going to control you yes. from driving, from riding, yeah. you know, You're motorcycle. From... You've already used up too much flying a plane, from having electricity, from eating protein. And you know what? The thing about all of that is, is that the people that are in charge, the rich people, they are not going to live 
by these rules. No. They're not going to abide by these rules. No. And I saw it clear as day during Think about it this COVID way. time. The, uh, Bill Gates, he's mm -hmm. buying all the farmland, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you know what he's going to do? Mm. Tell us. He's, he's not going to grow on it. Mm -hmm. And because he's not growing on it, he's going to get carbon credit. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. So if he would grow on it, then he would be spending carbon, mm -hmm. like grazing cows or whatever, supposedly yeah. is destroying the world. Yes. And he's going to say, oh, no, we're not going to do it because I'm going to protect you know the environment we're protecting the environment you're it, welcome i'm going to bring it back to a you know a state of whatever and then we're not going to have enough food yeah we're not going to have enough food <laughs> you're he's welcome gonna, he's going to have enough carbon to fly his jet around the world you know and and to eat protein you know and he's not eating beyond burgers i promise no, you. he's not, not. well he looks kind of sickly looks <laughs> but you know i don't think he's eating during you know. covid with the masking and the needing the um the vax cards and all of that. It's it interesting because I have I am a group of my friends have money, hmm. and they did not need to wear masks, mm -hmm. and they did not need to show vax cards mm -hmm. because they had private jets, mm -hmm. and they could go anywhere they wanted and do anything they wanted. Mm -hmm without showing any of that mm -hmm. but everybody else in the common yeah in the yeah. going through security had to abide by these rules and everybody else that you know anybody that had means didn't have to mm -hmm. and i don't fault anybody for that but it's just like see the, like it's rules for you yeah and not for us and we don't need to follow those rules like it's bs mm -hmm. okay so when you were talking about them trying to make people leave rural areas and live, move into cities with the Ohio derailment. Mm -hmm. Did you see one of the rules that they're trying to start putting into place? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I need to look it up. I forget exactly where, but it might have been in Ohio. They're trying to pass a rule that if your land, if where you live is poisoned, similar to the Ohio situation, mm -hmm. the government can forcefully, for your good, to protect you, mm -hmm. move you from your land mm -hmm. if your land or your water supply is poisoned. Yeah. They could forcefully move you into wherever they want, and you're not allowed to live on that land anymore. What, what an easy way to just move people, just migrate people, and you have no rights to mm -hmm. your own land, you're not allowed to live on your land. Oh, well, it's been poisoned. Who poisoned it? Mm. Bonkers. And then with the Ohio situation, that that smoke plume mm -hmm. that traveled mm -hmm. everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then they're up high on the on the planet. All of the water sources that go through that all the way down to the Gulf poisoned. Mm -hmm. You know, so like they're making moves. They're trying to set rules into place to move people. The second you started talking about, I never knew about that uh, Agenda Twenty One. No, uh, I'm like that's the first thing I thought. They're literally trying to make legislation mm -hmm. to forcefully be able to move people. Yeah, now the protection. The new one is Agenda Twenty Thirty. Thirty. Yeah, mm -hmm. you've heard that one. Mm -hmm. But Agenda Twenty One is like the original OG. We're gonna stick you in a district, like in Hunger, like Hunger Games. Games. That's what it is. 
So you're gonna be, like remember I in Hunger Games she she would she would sneak out mm -hmm. through the fence to go hunting, to go hunting deers, yeah. right? Yeah, because they were starving. Because they were starving, yes. you know, and they were like eating bread, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. like people in North Korea or whatever. That's where they want to take us. Yeah. And then they have the people in the palace or the city. I forget mm -hmm. what they called that city, mm -hmm. the major city. And they're literally like stuffing themselves and then taking a pill so that they could throw up. Yes. And then they could keep stuffing keep themselves. Keep going. Yeah. It was, it's, it's so weird how Hunger Games, our world is now. Like, mm -hmm. even just like the, the crazy outfits and the mm. way that the, people are mutilating them, their bodies for, to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. And the men were all very effeminate. Very, yes. Remember like Lenny Kravitz? And yeah. he was like, had a little eye Gold. shadow. I, I really like that vibe though. He looked good. <laughs> Stop <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. Oh gosh. Yeah. It was Lenny Kravitz, right? I think so. Yeah. I see. The guy that was like Sina? Is that, his that name? was like putting the clothes it. on her. Yes. Her stylist. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. I read all the books and watched the movies. Oh, you and read they the made books. Me cry. You read the books. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Were the books any good? Yeah. They were, were they very better? good. Yeah, I read the books first. I think I watched the first movie and then read the books. Mm. And they were great. What was different in the books? A lot. I don't remember. Mm. I think a lot. I, okay. The main thing that I remember thinking is that in the books, we are in Katniss's head the whole time. Mm. We know what she's thinking. We know what she's going through. And in, we're just guessing in the movies. In the movies, we're guessing. And and she doesn't, you, you'd be surprised how little she speaks if you realize, if you like watch the movie again. Mm -hmm. She doesn't talk that much. Mm -hmm. She does, but not as much as in the book because we're hearing her thoughts the whole book. Mm. So that was the main thing. Like I knew her feelings and her emotions because I had read the books. So the whole time I was watching Did she it, talk like that? Peter, throw it, Peter. No. <laughs> Is that the voice you heard in your head? You're like, <laughs> No. Not at all, but it was great. They made me cry. I think if things with like freedom or mm -hmm. family, like oh, they just get me. Yeah, it's interesting that she broke free. <sighs> that one's one of those one of those movie books that has like telltale signs. Yes. So you see, when she's in like the little simulation. Mm -hmm. She has to shoot the arrow to break the that glass thing. ceiling, mm -hmm. the firmament, mm -hmm. right? Like, mm -hmm. this is the idea, you know. So, there's a lot of correlations between that and other things, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's interesting. My, that one, The Matrix, you know, the other ones like that, It's it's very... It's very telling, mm -hmm. you know, and people don't realize how vast the conspiracy goes, mm -hmm. how far down the whole the right the white rabbit goes. Yeah, and it's been going on for so long, you know. There's so many people of power that you don't even know about, and they have an agenda. Yeah, yeah, and and and. And I think that's the thing that we need to know the most is that the average person standing next to you, 99% of these people have nothing to do with anything. Your local city council rep, 
representative has no idea. Yes. Your 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 average, you know, county commissioner probably doesn't know anything. You only know once you get to that certain level. And it's this one-tenth of one percent of the population that even has a hint mm -hmm. of connection to what's really going on. Yes. The, it's that, that movie, it's that, that Winter Soldier mm -hmm. moment where the two politicians from two separate parties are talking to each other and mouthing off at each other and then they go up to each other and say hail hydra mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's the conspiracy yes exactly. that's the grand conspiracy that yeah. they're telling you is going on through yeah. all of these movies yes through all the stories they're showing us. through biblical narratives you know that there will be a one world government that there is the kingdom of darkness that they are all in cahoots mm -hmm. together to oppress us so that we do not thrive in our natural state which is the kingdom of god mm -hmm. and everything is trying to stop you from that yeah. and you have to fight tooth and nail to get out of the matrix mm -hmm. And it's funny because I was having a conversation with my son the other day and he, he was like, you know, cause we, we, my life is very stressful cause I do too much <laughs> and I could easily just sell a bunch of stuff and then relax mm -hmm. and, and, and just get a regular job. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And my son was like, he was like, he was asking me, he's like, why, why do you do all this stuff? And I was like, because I have to get out. Yeah. I have to get out of the matrix. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's 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 like a it's a thorn in my side like Paul had mm -hmm. that I have to break free. Mm -hmm. I can't let the system oppress me anymore mm -hmm. and I'm trying to do everything to get out and racking my brain to do all these things so that at one moment then i could be like ah i'm out mm -hmm. you know and it's funny because there's a lot of things that i would really like to do mm -hmm. um like like infinite banking mm -hmm. i don't know if you've ever heard about infinite banking does it have to do with um insurance yeah it's a life a whole life insurance policy yes. i've heard of this i've seen tons of videos of it but I, is it real that's yeah real? it's legit 100 okay. legit how long do you have to have the policy before you can start pulling from it like six months oh Okay. Yeah. So, um, but I, I can't, I can't go into it because I know that the dollar is going to collapse mm. and that we're going to go into a digital based currency. Mm -hmm. So until that transitions over, I can't invest in that stuff mm -hmm. the same way. I can't really invest in, um, the stock market mm -hmm. because I know that the whole system is going to collapse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I do think that some businesses will survive mm -hmm. in the stock market, mm -hmm. but I highly doubt that I'll be able to pick those. Yeah. So the best thing to invest in is yourself mm -hmm. and then maybe a local business, mm -hmm. a local business that actually either fixes something mm -hmm. like maintenance mm -hmm. of some kind. Yeah. 
that give something that they can't give from shipping out of town. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is what I recommend you guys all to do. So let me give you an example. They can't ship locally brewed beer. Mm -hmm. And you can start a little microbrewery. Mm -hmm. I don't drink, so I don't want to do a microbrewery. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm not for people drinking, so I'm, <laughs> yeah. so I'm I can't do that. In that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like a for instance, mm -hmm. right? You could do tequila. Now, the problem with tequila, you got to get all these permits, and there's a lot of government involvement. But for whatever reason, in brewery, there's not. Yeah. And and you need specific plants for tequila that you might not be able to grow. Yeah, tequila is actually, but I, I forget what they call it, agave. Yeah. I feel like vodka would be a good one. Yeah, because it's like potatoes. It's potatoes, and it has medicinal, like... Mm -hmm purposes vodka would be a smart one yeah, it's a really clean one you can use it even for like you know sanitation mm -hmm, or whatever mm -hmm. uh, but you could grow some type of food that's small but expensive yeah. that people need yeah right that has fast turnover that has fast turnover yeah. that uh, is uh, sustainable mm -hmm. you could have you know chickens mm -hmm. you could do you can make clothes mm -hmm right like little customized clothes yeah you know you can make like hair ties or you can make think about everything that people need yeah those little businesses you could fix toilets you yeah. could be an electrician you could be a, a roofer you can be like all these things that are never gonna go away yeah they people can't need those things. they can't outsource it to robots or ai yeah. like ai is not gonna come and unclog your toilet yeah you know what I mean? Like, no robot's going to come in there with a plunger, like. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, and it's all splashing poop all over oh, him. Oh, gross. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, like, little things like that. They're not going to fix your computer. Mm -hmm. The hardware side of your mm -hmm. computer. They're not going to fix that. They're not going to fix your, your window. They're not going to mow your lawn. They're not going to. You know, all these little, little things that we live by, like food, water, and things to be fixed, you know, like that's the major things that you're going to need to be able to survive. Mm -hmm. And in, in, unless you can supply these things, housing, housing's a big one, right? People need a Huge. place to stay. Yeah. Um, they are going to make housing impossible in the future. Yeah. They do not want you to own stuff. Own house. Own it's, coming. Yeah. it's coming. Like, it's coming. It's happening. Like, you can see it. Yes. It's happening. Like, we all know it in our, in our, um, what's that movie? Yeah, our gut. Yeah, it's our gut, but there's a funny thing. It says, <laughs> in our, uh, there's some, there's a cartoon that he says something funny, but whatever. Uh, in our, in our, in our innards, right? Uh -huh. In our, in our insight, in our spirit, in our soul, in our heart. That something's wrong, mm -hmm. right? We all know it, yeah. Right? It's like in the Matrix. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like, uh, he, he uh, Morpheus asked him. He's like, he's like, there's that thing that you know that's wrong with the world, but you can't put your finger on it, like a thorn in your brain that you can't, or a, an itch that you can't scratch. Yeah. And 
And he's like, do you want to know what it is? Like, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. It's that, it's A, that we live in a fallen world, and B, that the fallen world is controlled by the devil, and that you are not supposed to be under his authority. And that's why you fight tooth and nail against authority. Mm -hmm. Because we know we can't trust him. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And we have to fight against it. So we have, to, we have to shift our identity from this world to the kingdom of God. And then sit under that authority and push out the nonsense of this world because we we do not need to function in that economy of yes. that world. Yeah. That's the real truth. Yeah. Like, Ooh. yes, you could start your own vodka thing or whatever, but the truth is that first you have to get under the other kingdom and that economy. And then, then you will function. And in that economy, you will do stuff. You're not just going to sit on your butt mm -hmm. and gold bricks are going to fall in your backyard. Yeah, yeah no. You are going to do stuff and it's not going to be for you. Yeah. It's going to be for the world and the, your fellow man and, and all that stuff. Yeah. And it kind of, it puts you in alignment when you take yourself out mm -hmm. and you get in alignment with what God wants. That's why he says you can't, like he told the the rich ruler, he says, he said, well, he said, you know, you want to, yeah. He, he's like, how do I get eternal life, right? And he tells him, well, first you have to follow the law, right? And he's like, well, I followed all these since my youth, right? And then he tells him, okay, well, then come and follow me. Sell all that you have and then come and follow me. He's like, there's one thing that you lack. Sell all that you have and come and follow me, right? And... And the guy left sad because he had much uh, worldly possessions. Mm -hmm. But he didn't realize it, that if he would have sold all that he had, then God would have gave him everything that he wanted mm. and needed. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. This is the, 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 the dichotomy, I guess is a way to say it. This is the... the the inverted way of thinking in the kingdom of God is that to gain everything, you have to lose everything because you go in the kingdom of God. We own nothing. Yeah. So you can't take what you own yeah. into the kingdom because yeah. it's not yours. Yeah. So you just, he's like, Oh, okay. You can have what you already own. Okay. That's literally, but it's a it's a it's a change of identity. It is. Well, and we get distracted in this world by things. Mm -hmm. We, you know, like I, some of the things I like, I love purses. I I love expensive purses. I enjoy leather bags very much. And the thought of carbon credits <laughs> coming after you. It's okay. I'll I'll the spend Louis it. V. Um, and so the idea of having to sell all my bags would be like. Oh, I'd be sad. But then I really wouldn't. It'd just kind of be like a little load off. Mm -hmm. Like if, if God told me to sell all my purses, I'd do it. Okay. You know, like, okay, can I keep one? Because I need to keep my wallet in it, you know? <laughs> I think that's the truth is that you, once you get in the kingdom, mm. then you're like, 
I don't own anything. I'm just a steward mm-hmm. of what he has. Yeah. And it's so different. Yeah, it's a mind shift. It puts you back into alignment of what you're supposed to be thinking about because purses are like not just purses, but like physical things. That you're, you know, I, whenever I would get a new purse, I would have goals. I'm like, okay, I have to do this, this, this. I have to get this many clients. I have to make this much money off of my websites because I would build websites for people. And then I can get a new purse. And so that was fun at first. And then it was like, I had like five purses in mind that I wanted. And I was like, I need this new purse. I need this new bag. Like thinking about these things, Mm -hmm. these things do not matter. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, like my purse collection does not matter. In the grand scheme of life, who cares? Mm -hmm. But I was not obsessively thinking about it, but I'll use that word. Mm -hmm. It was always in the back of my mind. I got to do this, 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 and then I can let myself get this back. That's so good of a clarity because let's think about that. Um, Let's unpack that. So if you were to think properly, Mm -hmm. how would that look? I think that's a good question. Because I still would want to work and make those goals. Yeah. You know, I still would I want to make that money. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Maybe even thinking more about my kids, thinking more about how I could give money to do other things that are more important. And just not spending so much time thinking about the purses. Because I'd be on my phone like, oh, my God, this new bag. Oh, my God, this new bag. Oh, this person has this new bag. You know, I like that. Where did she get it? Oh, that? Oh, okay. And I'd be like tallying it up. Just spending too much energy, mental energy on thinking about purses. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think people do that with everything. People do that with jewelry. People do that with trying to keep up with the Joneses. Dudes do it with car collections, Mm -hmm. you know. And it's funny. It's it's that storing up wealth on this earth. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Right. Storing these things up. And I even had, I made, Jake made me a really beautiful, like, uh, in our old house, um, shelves so I could display my bags. Hmm. Like, who cares, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, now. I've never even noticed any of your bags. Yeah. But I don't pay attention. I don't wear them. Oh, you just keep them as, they're like. Yeah, I wear them for special occasions. Mm Hmm. Um, and the only thing that did I you did, have it on your birthday? Did you wear one on your birthday when we probably, went to go see the comedian? Probably, yeah, yeah. But I um, you like take the picture with. Like, I'm like, hey, look at my bag. But the only requirement I have now is they all just have to be leather. I want good quality because I don't want to buy something that's cheap hmm. or not cheap, but not well made, and it not stick around like Mm -hmm. i I even imagine giving my bags to my girls that's Mm -hmm. one of the things that that i think about but when we moved all my bags are now smushed in storage Mm. and i haven't even thought about them because we don't have room where we are for Mm. way too many purses Mm -hmm. (laughs) to display display my purses but it's and that kind of helped put things into perspective for me also because who cares you know like like the, I have all the most important things with me right now, and the purses are not on the list. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love purses. I think there's okay. So the first thing we need to do, back to the thing I say all the time, mm-hmm. is get in his presence. In his presence, we can figure out what we're supposed to do. His work, his vision for our lives. 
And that's what we need to find first. Mm -hmm. Once we find that, that's the goal. Mm -hmm. And along the lines, he will give us the things that will fulfill our lives. That will really fulfill our lives. Because we are stupid. This is the key. You don't know what's going to make you happy. Yes. And we always think it's physical, tangible things. Mm -hmm. We lie to ourselves to think that that thing is going to bring us joy, mm -hmm. happiness, fulfillment, peace. Once I get this, then I'll have that. Mm -hmm. Once I get, and we know, mm -hmm. you know, super successful people. And I know super successful people. And they're not happy, mm -hmm. peaceful, in full joy. Mm -hmm. Right? So, the, I think... I think that's why there's few that find it mm -hmm. because it's so anti worldview. Mm. Yeah. And it's not altruistic. Mm -hmm. It really is not like, I know that's what everybody's thinking that you have to, sorry, my eyes itch. It's <laughs> allergy season. Yeah, it's windy outside. Um, that you have to like do it just for other people. Mm -hmm. No, I think you find out what your thing is and then you 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 know you press on towards the mark like Paul mm -hmm. said. He's like I press on to the mark of the calling of God. Mm -hmm. Right? I press on towards that mark. Mm -hmm. Whatever that mark is. And I can't tell you what it is. Yeah. Every person in scripture that found that is like a hero in scripture had words from God spoken to them directly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And nobody wants to talk to God. Nobody wants to find out. Nobody wants to. Everyone wants to go read your Bible. Your Bible is not going to tell you directly what you're supposed to do on this earth. Mm -hmm. The only thing that will tell you directly is God mm -hmm. and a verbal communication with him. Yeah. Okay. Like, like it doesn't have to be like Edward. <laughs> the booming voice. Make a podcast. <laughs> yes, God. <laughs> you know, it's not like that. Yeah. And, and it's, it, but there is a, a communication that goes on in prayer in quiet time when I'm listening for it where I'll be um, conscious and then he'll bring, bring things up like oh what about this and what about that like when you said uh, this and then you went down the the road to with your with your purses yeah does something and, come to mind for you yeah and I was like oh that's really good Let's get some clarity here. Yeah. And a lot of clarity is from just asking better questions. Mm. And, you know, because he's not going to force himself on you. Mm -mm. So you just, you, you need to really drill down to find out what's the, what's that one thing? Mm -hmm. What's that place, that direction that you're supposed to go? Like Abraham, he's like, go to this land where I have promised for you. Mm -hmm. Right, and he just leave your father's house and go to this yeah. land. Yeah, and he's like, 
And he had faith enough to trust God yeah. to go there. And a lot of times it doesn't make sense mm -hmm. to a normal person. But anything that God speaks to you is what? What? Okay, well, think about this. Anything that God said in Scripture is what? His word. Yeah, and what is his word? I don't know. His law. Okay. Oh. Fact. So when he speaks to you. When he speaks to you, it is fact. Oh, wow. It, he spoke it into existence. Oh, He's wow. the creator. Yeah. He created everything out of words. Yeah. So when God speaks to you and he says, you are this and you are called to do this, it's done. Whoa. You just have to go. Go there and do that. You just have and to trust. go. Oh, wow. And it may not happen today or may not happen tomorrow. Your job is just to go. Mm -hmm. So like Abraham, he says, I'll make you the father of many nations, right? He's like, your descendants will be as many as in, in the stars, yeah. right? And he's like, okay. I haven't had one kid yet. <laughs> my, my lady's a little old. <laughs> Are you sure? She's a little dried up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And God's like, and he, but he's like, all right, I'll take it. Mm -hmm. And he believed it. His wife laughed. Mm -hmm. And God got mad at her. Mm -hmm. Right? But he still gave it to her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So those are the things is that um, he can do whatever he wants to do with you if you have the ability to trust. Mm -hmm. To trust what you've heard internally. Like literally our pastor, he had a vision. Mm -hmm. And that's what created our church. Yes. You know, you talk about everybody in scripture. That's what it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, it was either a prophet coming to them and saying like, like to David mm -hmm. when he was a little boy and saying, you're going to be king. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm out here with the sheep. Yeah. What are you talking about? You know, that my dad didn't even think about me. Yeah. You know, he was like a redheaded stepchild. Yeah. A lot of people think he was. Oh, redheaded. Mm -hmm. oh. That's where the term came from. Oh. Possibly. Okay. But that's the idea. So you want to gain your life. You have to lose it. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And we, and lose it because we think we know. Lose ownership. Yeah. And let God guide you. You are no longer owned. That's why he's the king. Mm -hmm. In a kingdom, he owns all the land. He owns all the people. He owns everything. Mm -hmm. Like if he tells you to jump off a cliff you jump off a cliff yeah we don't understand that in america right yeah yeah like we're all the dutch people fight against <laughs> tyranny Bye. but it's the opposite in the kingdom in yeah. the kingdom we don't own anything we don't have any say so we just follow orders and it's the best it's the best <laughs> it's the best and with with my purses it really was when i'd get a new one in so excited First couple times wearing it, so happy. Mm -hmm. Compliments, love it. And then after a week, I'm, I'm on to the next one. Mm -hmm. Like this one's like, okay, I have it next. Mm -hmm. And there was no peace. Not that there, not that I didn't have peace, but it didn't fulfill me. Mm -hmm. You know, once I have this, once I have that, like mm -hmm. things it's are never just ending. distractions. The things of this world is just it. It doesn't. It doesn't satisfy. Yeah, and I would love looking at my collection. Mm -hmm. But, like, the purse I have right now is $30, and I love it. And it's not 
it's five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. The five hundred dollar one's normally on the shelf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's funny. That's funny to think about, but it's true. Yeah. I think it's it's your your purse rack is a depiction of America's worship of Mammon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's it's that we put Mammon on a, on an altar. Mm-hmm. It's like the Lambos and Rol- Rolexes and Louis Vuitton mm-hmm. and like that's like who cares mm-hmm. i don't care who cares yeah i literally. don't care yeah. i like nice things yeah but that's not my purpose yeah. you know what i mean my yeah. purpose is not my it goes back to uh, fight club mm-hmm. he's like you are not your khakis mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. He, he's like you are not your living room set yeah your living room full of ikea furniture yes <laughs> you know and he's like He's like, what? What end table mm-hmm. is the, defines me mm-hmm. as a person? Yes. I mean? What like, a great movie! <laughs> right. And it's he called out what we were becoming oh, yeah. back then. Oh yeah. Right. And yeah. it was like, like, no, you are a space monkey. Mm-hmm. And he slaps his pelon head in the back <laughs> of his head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Literally, God changed people's names when they entered into His kingdom. Mm. He's like, no, you're not, you're not uh, Abram, you're Abraham now. You know, you're not Saul, right? You're Paul, right? Like all these different things, right? Yeah. So it's just very interesting to, to see that, uh, that transition. And I think that's the key. And I, and, I, and, I, and I feel like I'm on the verge of really grasping it and mm. making it function in my life yeah. yeah but it's it's not an easy road to 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 traverse yeah like it's also it gives me hope because i can give up things mm-hmm. for the purpose of entering into the kingdom and becoming submitted mm-hmm. right because yeah. i want that power and i want that that control in my life from him Mm. so that i no longer have to stress about it Mm -hmm. so if i say okay well if i can get an alignment with uh, god and i can become a steward rather than an owner Mm -hmm. and then i can work towards those things then i can become at rest mm. at peace then his yoke can become easy and his burden light yeah that's what i want yeah you know i don't want to carry the damn burden <laughs> yeah. i'm tired of carrying the burden <laughs> so that's the goal that i'm trying to get to yeah you know i don't know what that has to do with the dutch farmers but let's do it let's do it <laughs> go team <laughs> all right i think that's enough for today that was awesome yeah, yeah. Hey, you like it yeah Okay, as long as you liked it. I liked it. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you at the next one. If you like this, you know, like, comment, share, um, tell your friends. Yes. And come back and visit us. Subscribe. Put the bell icon. All all the things. If we're on Instagram, I don't know what you do or TikTok. (laughs) You know. But find us on all those places because we are there. Yeah, Rumble. Yes. What's the other one? 
Uh, Truth Social. Truth Social. I don't know. There's a bunch of these little things now. And uh, tell us what you think and come back and see us. And we'll see you next time. God bless you guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.